This is the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, October 12th. All right, Corey, we got high school volleyball on our airwaves tonight. Yep. Uh, yeah, we sure do. Park Region Conference volleyball, as a matter of fact. It is Wadena Deer Creek at New York Mills. But a 7:15 pregame with a 7:30 first serve on the Superstation K106. You're gonna be there for that one. That should be a fun one. I adore that New York Mills gym. Yeah, it's cool, man. What about it makes it cool to you? I mean, what it it what, name another gym that looks like it? I, you got me there. It's cool. It's like it. Each gym has its own personality. Uh huh. And I think uh, New York Mills has one of the more unique personalities sure than that gym i i appreciate some quirks and there's some quirks to that gym it's just cool that's why all right good enough for me uh so they uh, will play tonight of course wadena deer creek leads to park region conference at five and oh and then yep. there's kind of uh there's like a, a tier there's like the tier that's a couple teams tied for second place, and then there's like the whole tier of teams that are tied below them. It's a, a very interesting year in the Park Region Conference where like it feels like one loss at this point in the season takes a team from like sixth place up to third and vice versa. Yeah, there's a log jam. Um, Wadena Deer Creek is, is undefeated. But yeah, then I think it's like four teams that mm-hmm. are tied. Yeah, if you lose now, you <laughs> if you lose now, you're gonna finish in the bottom half of the conference, even though you're tied for second. <laughs> even though a week before it was like, oh, you know, if a couple things break our way, we're like second place in the conference, and I was like, oh, okay, we finished second to last. Right. And our record was like one loss worse than what it was a week ago. Like it's, I know, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it's fun though. It means that it's been competitive across the PRC this Absolutely. year, which is what you always want to see. Yep. Uh, so that's uh, pretty darn cool. And, yeah, we got that uh, game going on in the airwaves tonight in New York Mills, and we'll be ready to go for that one. Like Corey mentioned, 715 yep. pregame, 730 first serve on the Superstation K106, 105.9 FM, worldwide at WadenaRadio.com, and the Superstation K106 app. Uh, there's one thing I want to get to before we talk uh, a little baseball, Corey. Huh? So, uh, Is baseball still going? Uh, well, not to me. Not to me. It's pretty much dead. I, by the way, I just wanna. I just want everyone to know. I know you. There's other things. I'm just gonna interrupt this. Uh, the wild start tonight. Uh huh. And you and I both decided this morning to put on wild stuff rather than like properly address our emotions like like full grown adults. We've taken old school. I'm a man. I'm gonna shove these emotions deep down deep. I'm not even gonna acknowledge what happened to me. <laughs> We're just on to the next thing. We both put wild stuff on for the day. I think it's so funny. It's the old, uh, it's the old John Mulaney bit. I'm just gonna put all my emotions right here. Yep. And then one day I will die. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I'm not gonna cry today, twins. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> all right. Uh, so you know how Justin Jefferson got fined uh, after that game against the Panthers for doing the too small. Uh, gesture to oh. a corner after uh, scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dumb, like it's for a taunting, they said. Even though it didn't get penalized in the game, it got penalized after the fact. Ridiculous. Uh, so George Kittle, if you remember, he scored a touchdown on the Sunday night game. Okay. Uh, most of us were watching the Twins game, but there was also the Sunday night football game going on. Uh, he scored a touchdown, and he uh, pulled up uh, a shirt uh, underneath his uniform, yeah. and his uniform uh, said, uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to make this PG. Uh, he said a four-letter word that's not free. Yep. Dallas. Oh. 
He he showed that. Yeah, that's amazing. It's it's awesome. It's Let a, me guess. His find was ten thousand dollars cheaper than Jefferson's. Uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, it's the NFL's considering it. That's that was the tweet by Adam Schefter. They're considering it. They're considering a fine. Like they got to think about this here. Jefferson's it was like taunting. No, we can't put up with that. That's Ridiculous. detrimental to the game. Yeah. Little kid, kids are watching. Yeah. And then this guy's got a shirt that literally has a word that I can't say on radio. And they're like, huh? Do you think he did something fine worthy here? We'll consider it. We'll consider it. By Insane. The, by the way, it would be uh, a roughly ten thousand dollar fine. If George Kittle, tight end for the San Francisco 49ers and uh, former Iowa Hawkeye, uh, if he uh, if he gets fined, it could be anywhere uh, in that uh, $10,000 range. And I'm looking it up here uh, to see how much Justin Jefferson got fined. He got fined $10,927 for just uh, <laughs> bending down and putting his hand palm down like six inches off the ground Ridiculous. and that's that's like ten thousand dollars right there this guy puts an obscenity on national television and they're like huh you know like we not, gotta not to mention he used a prop yeah which is like like let's take it take the curse word out of the equation he used a prop which is absolutely not allowed yeah Every year during Thanksgiving, Ezekiel Elliott would jump into the Salvation Army bucket. It was an automatic fine every single time because it was a prop. Mm-hmm. So they're like he used a prop and the F word on national television, and they're like, you know, we'll look into it. We got to have an independent committee. You know, we want to <laughs> don't want to be, uh, you know, I, I mean, the NFL, man. I NFL. guarantee you Justin Jefferson and the defender looked at each other, and they just laughed. Like, you giving me the too small? Come on, dude. The NBA, you know how many times the too small gesture is used in the NBA? It's used, like, every other day. That's one of the least offensive things. That's not even a taunt. That's more, that's, uh, whatever. What? By the way. Who would have guessed the NFL would get a ruling incorrect? Nobody was even (laughs) looking at Jefferson. Jefferson just kind of was like, yeah, like <laughs> it's so stupid. It's it's so dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's ridiculous. Uh, by the way, this is like a new thing in the NFL because the owner of the New York Giants was like, "We gotta, we gotta crack down." Like two oh, years after yeah. the NFL, I was like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna let you guys celebrate a little bit more. Some of these excessive celebration rules were getting a little excessive. Like we're gonna we're gonna tamp down on that. You guys can do a little. You guys can have a little bit more fun with it. And then they have a little bit more fun with it. And then this random owner for the New York Giants is like, "I have a problem with this. Yep. You guys are showing fun." The only one I don't like, I I will uh, since we're talking about it. Yeah, is does the entire defense have to run all the way across the field every time they get a stop on third down? <laughs> Do we have to like can, let's show a little originality here? Like, if you want to find Justin Jefferson for not being original. You, then I'm fine with that. <laughs> Do you think that was also part of the thing? Like, not only is the too small offensive, also man. Get something new. Come on, we're st- you're still doing the gritty and giving them the too small. No one has ever been bold enough to uh, say f another entire city on a t-shirt. We got to give them credit for originality there. We, we got it. That I think that's why. I think they're like, you know, how many shirts are going to get printed? We're going to slap an NFL logo on this. Nike's right. going to make a killing. Yeah, the uh, entire month of November instead of their cancer month is going to be. <laughs> George Kittle T-shirt awareness month. <laughs> well, he did. He did do it in October. So uh, you know, yeah. It, Talk about a crucial catch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
All right. Here, let me see if something works here. Let me just try something really quickly. Can you hear this? I, I can, yes. Remember that song by Ice Cube? Today was a good day. Well, that wasn't today. No, that wasn't today. That's a song called I'm So Sad. Yeah. That wasn't today. I want to play so much more of this song, but uh, there's words that only George Kittle would use in it. (laughs) (laughs) Today was a good day. Remember that song? Yeah. Well, it wasn't today. It wasn't today. It sure wasn't. Do we want to eulogize the twins today or do we want to vent today? Let's vent today and then we'll uh, eulogize the twins tomorrow. Yes, I'm all about venting. All right. You want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So like... (laughs) All right. By the way, I'm only laughing because I, I've I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Uh, here's my thing. The Twins picked a very bad time for their first half selves to show up. Great pitching, and the offense looks like they can't hit their way out of a paper bag. Like Brutal, that, right? It's awful. It was awful. Uh, Jose Yerkidi in 2023 had an ERA of five, <laughs> and the Twins struck out ten times against him. Yeah. There was not one effort outside of one swing by Royce Lewis to make a... I mean, Julian hit a double and then promptly got doubled off his second base. Which, that was so unlucky. That's just That just happens. Like, that's whatever. Correa hits the ball 105 miles 108 an hour. Miles an 108 hour. miles an hour. 108 miles an hour just right at... The short doofus at short. Like, come on. That ball was a smoke show. Cray had another one that he hit on a dime to straightaway center field. And of course, it was just within the center. Like, it was like five feet in front of the wall. Right. And it's like, anyway. So the Twins uh, struck out a whole bunch. Now they struck out, I think they were, they've struck out in all six of their, or all, they struck out in six of their seven postseason games. They struck out 10 times or more. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a miracle that they even won three games. Uh, but uh, no kidding. But here's my thing. They picked a really bad time for that. At no point in some of these at-bats, they look competitive at all. And remember watching those first half twins, Corey, where we looked at them and we just said, these guys, like, they look lost. Like, they don't, they're, they're taking pitches they should be swinging at. They're swinging at pitches that are nowhere near the strike zone. And it, here, the thing with the twins all season long was this, is that there were some games where they would have just the greatest approaches. They would be taking pitches and working counts and doing all these great things. And they had a clear, good game plan. And there'd be some days where the game plan either isn't great or the execution is bad or both, where it's you're taking pitches that you shouldn't take and you're trying to work the count, but in working the count, you're being way too passive and allowing the pitcher to get ahead, and then now you're down 1-2 in the count, and mm-hmm. now you have to swing more, and then you're swinging at junk because you're just kind of guessing up there because you're not prepared and you don't know what to expect. And that was that was the whole thing. I know people are going to whine and moan about the Rocco pulling Ryan early and whatever. I, It worked. They only scored three runs in nine innings, and that should be enough to beat a Houston Astros team, especially yep. in the postseason, when they're throwing Jose Urquidy. Yep. He's not a good pitcher. Yeah, there was uh, there were some like nitpicky things. I, I did wonder in the moment about pulling Ryan early, um, especially when the next guy came in to give up a home run right away. But to your point... Um, the plan worked. They only gave up three runs. And and you just you have to score. And when you look back now over the series, you know, there were moments of of base running mistakes. 
um, not doing some little things in particular moments to just kind of force the issue and try to build a little momentum. Right? These are all things we talked about in the first half. Uh, this is not a team that does a good job of just building momentum on offense. And sometimes momentum doesn't happen within the half inning. It happens throughout the course of the game. And even, you know, game, uh, game three, first two batters get on, Polanco's not asked to bunt. Like, that's not a necess- – you hope it's about that inning, but it's also about forcing that pitcher to do something he hasn't had to do yet. And that wears a person down a little more than normal. I mean, that again, that's a very nitpicky – that's a very nitpicky thing. The true problem in all of this is there were balls thrown thigh high right down the middle of the plate that at best they fouled out of play. Yeah. They just could not put the barrel on the ball even a little bit. Yeah, that I mean that's just the that's been the whole thing. And there remember that at bat by Kepler in the 7th inning he, he struck out looking. It was a bad Bad strike three call. Bad strike three call. It's not even close, and the umpire uh, got fooled by the catcher who wasn't even trying to accurately frame the ball. He was trying to throw out Royce Lewis at second base. Twins would have had the tying run at second base with Kepler up, yep. and he called him uh, He called him out looking on that strikeout, and Glenn Perkins said, awful strike three call. He said this on Twitter, and then he also said, at the same time, if uh, Kep took a cutter that he should have destroyed... And he was waiting on fastball, and then he whiffed at a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, which in today's day and age you should be able to hit. Yep. So he's like, bad strike three call. Also, man, like you did have a chance earlier in the at-bat to to try and do something there, and right. they, they weren't able to do it. And then Kepler in the final at-bat of the game, uh, final at-bat of the season, f- uh, full count, strikes out looking on a pitch that was borderline, but strike three, and he didn't do anything to fight that off? Like, that that was the thing that bugged me about that. Like, first of all, striking out looking in that spot is... Striking is, out to end your is, season is bad. Looking is worse. As a, It's as close to a cardinal sin in baseball as exists. The biggest problem I had with it was the, his previous at bat, you learned that the umpire was willing to ring you up on a ball, mm-hmm. and then you didn't swing at a pitch that was borderline on the other side of the plate like you got to learn your lesson dude yeah you have to you don't have to hit that ball you just need to make contact and keep the bat alive you cannot take that pitch that poor guy's going to take the brunt of this loss Mm -hmm. which is not going to be fair because the whole offense was a was a no-show for two straight games Uh uh-huh but that was a that was that's a tough way to bow out you know one last question here, Corey. Do you consider this twin season a success? And then we'll let you go. Talk to me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so, yes or no? No. But tomorrow, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good way to. It's a good way to end things today. I do consider the season a success. Uh, by the what? I do consider the twin season a success here. I consider everything, uh, all, in all intensive purposes, uh, going for. Uh, Going for broke here. I consider it a success, but I'm still not happy today. Like Corey said, tomorrow I'll be fine, though. Tomorrow I'll be like, well, you know, next year things are looking pretty good. Uh, in reality, the Twins have a lot of good things going for them here. Uh, it sucks to see that end of the season, uh, but, hey, they snapped a playoff curse. They won a playoff series, and they they didn't look like complete no-shows against Houston for the entire series. So it's about as much as you can ask for. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Thursday, October 12th.